Hey everyone, Ryan here from Third Real Podcast. I just want to uh, come in here for a sec and say that this is not a normal episode. Um, I was just happened to be recording when uh, Mike and I started talking about the new Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and thought it was a pretty entertaining, interesting discussion. It's like seven minutes long, so I just feel... Uh, felt like it might be fun to upload it. Look forward to a normal episode next week on Wednesday and about uh, Spider-Man Far From Homeward Bound or whatever it is. See you then. Bye. What'd you think of um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? It was a mess. It made no sense. Right? It was was like he spent... It's typical Tarantino. He spends way too much time on the smallest of things. It was great. And it's like... The, the more work. I think about it, the more I like it. But when I got out of the theater, I was like, "This was." No, I left the theater going, "That was perfect." Because I thought exactly it, I, I thought it was boring, and I, the only time I like Tarantino doing his, you know, slow meditation on a scene and two characters, if is, is if there's tension, like the opening I, scene to Inglorious Bastards, yeah, is fucking amazing. Like it's so fact, long. I like the fact that they go through this whole thing, and you, you like. He did such the marketing for this movie was incredible. Oh yeah, because you're like, oh, it's gonna be a story all about Charles Manson, and you see him for two seconds yeah. in the whole movie, and none of the rest of it, none of the rest of it's accurate. It was so well done. No, I was thrilled. I left the movie. I left the. I left the theater thrilled. Thing is, I enjoyed most. I enjoyed like half of the scenes. I thought the other half. I thought it's like, what is the point of this? No, I yeah. So I I thought like all the the um, Leonardo DiCaprio scenes where he's like on set and he's like he's like struggling with with you know being an actor on the way out type thing i yeah. thought all that was incredible because yeah. it's like it's leonardo dicaprio he's not an actor on the way out and like he's playing it so well and the, i don't know i thoroughly enjoyed it i mean i loved brad pitt and i loved dicaprio they did such a great job brad pitt especially i was like holy yeah. shit he's playing this cowboy guy great so perfect yeah. um and i loved dicaprio i like squeaky squeakers squeaky yeah she was, she was great she was pretty good um, um i like it it's all. like the I, little girl the little oh, girl the little girl like see that that scene was great but i was and it was perfect for his character character of what am i what am i now yeah you know um and but it just there were so there was so, just as many scenes that didn't play into any of that and i thought they were still great no. there was there was the scene <laughs> Um, um, oh, fuck. And I don't, I don't honestly, I don't really like Tarantino too much as a director because I think he's too self-indulgent. Um, and this movie was just way too self-indulgent See, because I like the self-indulgent scenes if there's some tension behind I it. I think, but I there's think not. He, I think Kevin Smith is trying to be like thinks he's Quentin Tarantino, and he can do this like self-indulgence, like in his movies. He can, he can, you know, do a movie that's just for him. Blah blah blah. Which is what Karen, Quentin Tarantino has done since his very first movie. But like, so like, um, Hateful Eight, they're riding in a carriage, and it's the longest ass scene ever between these characters. But there's tension the entire way through. I think there's tension the entire way. No, through No, the there movie. aren't. There's no tension. What's because what's the stakes? What is that? You're waiting. Like, you're when, waiting for Charles Manson to show up and start killing people, and it just never happens. It never happens. So there's no like, point. Like, that's the thing. So there's no actual tension no, to the scenes, and there's no point to the scenes. But that's the great part. Cause, okay, so it was the it was boring. The movie no, was boring. It, you're wrong. <laughs> God damn, you're wrong. So, so Charles Manson comes up to the house, uh, Shannon Tate's house, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, he's gonna kill her." Nope. And then, Char- um, the they uh, they pass him on the street, and like, "Oh, it's gonna happen." Nope. See, and then he goes, he wasn't... goes to the farm. He goes out to the farm, and it's like, "Oh, damn!" 
Oh, man, it's way too early for Brad Pitt to die. This is going to suck. Oh, he didn't die. And it just, it kept, it kept build, build, build. Oh, shit. Build, build, build. Oh, shit. And then, like, they get to the, the, the very end of the movie. They, they're in the car. Leonardo DiCaprio goes out to yell, and they're like, oh, my God, here it comes. They're going to get out, and they're going to kill him. And then they drive away, and it's like, God damn it. This over and over and over again. Here's they build the, up, build up, build up, build up, build up. Nothing. Here's build up, build up, build up, build up, build up. Nothing. Knowing the story of what actually happened, I knew that none of that, that they were never in any danger. Like, when he goes out to talk to them in the car, I know it wasn't going to happen. Because that's not how the story goes. When Manson walks up to the house, that was that really happened. Yeah. He really walked up to the house to find his old friend to discover Sharon Tate and the guy living there. Yeah. That really happened in real life. And then he walked away. And it was six months later till he killed them. Um, so I knew that it, well, so there was no tension for me because mm. I know the story. So to me, it was just a character moment. And then I'm asking, so what's the character moment trying to do? So Brad Pitt at the farm. I loved that scene. But it was pointless and did nothing. But like, you knew in real life he went to the farm and see, saw his no, friend? No, I knew that he was not going to get into any trouble, that Manson wasn't going to kill him and Manson but wasn't like, going to be there. In, you the, know? In, the, in real life, Manson doesn't do anything to those two guys. No, I know. That's the thing. Because so I knew they people. were right, right. But so, but so I knew I, the, I knew the movie I, was I, about about the murder of Tate, Sharon Tate, which obviously it did end up happening. <laughs> um, so like, I never felt any fear for the characters, and so the oh, whole okay. the whole scene of Brad Pitt being at the farm was an incredible scene. But I'm and I'm like I'm feeling the tension just because of what are these ladies going to do? But I never mm. felt. Like, but then at the end of it, and he leaves, it added nothing to the story of the Sharon Tate murder, which was not what it was about. It ultimately I, was not about yeah, that. Yeah, I liked... I, I so had I this, thought it was boring and pointless. I had this never-ending dread for Brad Pitt dying. Never, That never happened. That's the thing. That's unfortunate. So... Because, okay, the character Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio play aren't real... No, I know. Like, so they could have died. Yeah, but... I, I just never felt that they were in ever ever, ever in any danger? real danger at ah. all. I didn't think because Brad, DiCaprio too was much, in any danger, but I thought Brad Pitt was. Brad Pitt was too much of a badass cowboy, and I knew he was going to be fine. Yeah, you know, I, I knew he was going to walk well, up and punch okay, that see, kid, and then that's force a, him to change the tire, and the girls were going to do nothing. But that's a Quentin Tarantino thing. You, you you shouldn't because he will make the kid, he will make him walk up and punch the kid, and then the text will show up and kill him. Right. Like, that's Quentin Tarantino. You never know what's going to happen next. Yeah. I just figured they're not going to kill Brad Pitt. I, I don't know. I just didn't, so I, buy, I didn't buy into any I was going one way or the other. I, I thought one. I thought Brad Pitt, or before I sat down in the movie, I thought Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't making it past the opening credits. Right. So, to me, by the like throughout the movie, I'm like, this is not actually about the murders. This is not actually about Charles Manson. This is just about Tarantino sort of ruminating on... Uh, there's no water in the fridge. You have to just pour no, it from the sink. Yeah. <laughs> Um, was just 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 me- meditating on the cha- the shift in Hollywood. The murders caused a change. Yeah, you know the the studio system is completely different than as it was now. And the movie was more about just reminiscing on old school Hollywood than anything else. Yeah. So only though half the scenes really meditated on that, and so those scenes I enjoyed. The rest of the time we should have been recording all this. I have been excellent. The rest of the time they weren't. That was the problem. Of the, to me for this movie was that it's like okay so what do you want to be do you want me to feel tension for Manson because it's not there do you want me to just watch some random people sort of meditate on oh this is what Hollywood is and I know that it's just Tarantino saying I wish it was still like that that's I don't have much respect for him as a director honestly I don't like most of his movies uh, um, I only li- I like the ones that that take their time with tension and there was zero tension in this movie so it was just him being self-indulgent as fuck so that's my problem with the movie <laughs> i thoroughly enjoyed it i left the theater happy i'm still happy i went and saw it 
um, I feel like maybe I want to watch it again, like a few months from now when it comes out, just to uh, visit it again. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to like it as much as Hateful Eight, which is my favorite of his. Quinn Tarantino movies, I find you don't need to watch twice. Some of them I, I, I like to see again and again, but like most of them I see them once and that's good. Enough. Also, where was the crazy violence? I mean, it was awesome it when was, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck was it awesome when it happened. Yes. Jesus. And the screaming. And then he has the flamethrower. And even at the end, he goes, I didn't know if it worked or whatever. Yeah. It's a good thing it still worked. Yeah. It was great. Have Jesus. you seen... Uh, so, what I missed. Him okay, and he's so like good. smashing her against just everything. Hey, just... Yeah. Just remember... <laughs> It's the, great, like, the greatest sound in the whole movie. The I love and I loved how he was like because he's high on acid. He's like, "Are you real?" Yeah, <laughs> and he's laughing and he just has his gun is pointed <laughs> at his face. He's pointing his finger gun at his face. I know you. You're not. Are you real? <laughs> you're. Uh, you're. What was your name? It was something lame. <laughs> it was Tex. No, no. He said. What did he say? It was Rex or something Rex. lame. Yeah. Something lamer. <laughs> Yeah. Tax, get him. That tax, that's it. That's it. Hello, and welcome to the Third Real Podcast, where we talk movies, TV shows, and blood and violence and gore and motorcycles.